Welcome to the podcast and the church center. My name is Dr. Monique Smith-Gatson, a Christ follower, a licensed professional counselor specializing in the integration of the Christian faith in counseling and in marriage and family therapy. I'm your host for this weekly podcast where we discuss church and culture from a Christian counseling perspective. All of our insights are rooted biblically to foster emotional, mental, and spiritual health for individuals and churches. We help the many members of the body, as well as the body as a whole, to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Although I am a licensed clinician, this podcast is not intended to serve as therapy. We strongly encourage you to seek out your own personal relationship with a professional therapist. So thank you for joining us for this week's episode. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad to have you join us for the conversation on today. As always, I would like to take time to thank everyone for listening to this podcast, to those of you who have subscribed and shared. I am so appreciative of your support and your encouragement. Please continue to support the work here. I do pray that you will find it to be insightful and beneficial to you. I pray that it is a blessing in your lives. And I do pray that you will go and give us a five-star rating or write us a review so that you can let us know how we are doing and so that it can help make it possible for others to find our podcast. Most importantly, as I always say, I pray that this is found pleasing unto God. So today, we will talk about how could this be? And at the time of this recording and or release, it is the Sunday before Christmas 2020 in the year of our Lord. And as as has been stated almost ad nauseum to this point of the year, this has been a year for the records in the books, historical in so many ways. And I know myself and many others have engaged in the dialogue that it does not quote unquote feel like Christmas. Although be it for many Christmases, for many people over the years, it may not have felt like Christmas, especially when we think of this commercial, commercialized and culturally influenced holiday scene that we have been sold and that we have bought into and we feverish, feverishly try to create. Lots of gifts under the tree, big dinner spread across the table in a big house with lots of laughter and love. The house is filled with family and friends and loved ones. Everybody is getting along and there is no contention or conflict. The halls are decked with boughs of holly. But this year, people who have not felt this way are feeling this perhaps for the first time. And those who have are probably feeling it in an exasperated way because 2020 has hit hard, really hard, pandemic hard, quarantine hard, 300,000 plus deaths hard, schools closed down hard, churches not gathering 
hard. Hospitals being filled with no room, hard. Job loss, hard. Long food lines, hard. Increased, increased rates of suicide and mental distresses, such as anxiety and depression, hard. Patients in hospitals cannot have a family member present, hard. Dying loved ones are separated from their loved ones and their families who are left peering through screens to say final goodbyes via FaceTime, hard. Children are anxious and sad, hard. Racial strife, hard. The body of Christ suffering deep rifts, hard. This has been a hard year in so many ways for so many people. Not to suggest that there have not been good things to happen, but overall, there is a collective sense of 2020 being a difficult year. And now that we find ourselves just a few days out for Christmas, there adds another dimension of harshness to an already dismal year. That is, if we have bought into, into what culture has tried to sell us. All of the commercialization around the birth of a babe, the Messiah born in a manger, yes, he is the one who is called son of the most high and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom will have no end. However, he came into this world in such an humble way. And when we examine the very purpose of his life, he came to serve, he came to save, he came to sacrifice his life. We don't see the glitz and the glam that has become such a part of this holiday. However, because we are so heavily influenced and dominated by culture, there are several that are feeling anxious and depressed and angry and frustrated and probably a host of other emotions. We are sitting with a body full of emotions and a heart full of hurts and a mind full of questions. So let's look to Mary, the mother of Jesus, to undergird this conversation that we're going to have on today. Luke 1.34 reads, Mary asked the angel, how can this be since I have not had sexual relations with a man? Now stay with me because this question was in response to the angel Gabriel visiting Mary who was a virgin, and that's real important to understand. It is an important element in the overall plan of the birth of Jesus. Gabriel came to her saying, greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom will never end. All of this is found in Luke 1 verses 26 through 33. That's why she asked the question, how can this be? 
how can I conceive and give birth when I have not engaged in a sexual relationship? Many of us are sitting with this question right here during Christmas time. How can this be? How can this be that so many people have died from COVID? How can it be I have lost my job or my business? How can it be that I have been laid off the week before Christmas? How can it be that I have lost so many family members to COVID? How can it be that people who call themselves friend and ally will not speak out against the injustices that I face? How can it be I am struggling with anxiety and depression? How can it be I am faced with eviction or foreclosure? How can it be that the body of Christ is so fractured, so broken, so dismembered? How can it be that such blatant disparities exist and there are attempts to minimize or deny them? How can it be that it is Christmas time and I cannot buy gifts for my children? How can it be that I do not have enough food to feed my family? How can it be that I have been looking for work for six months and I cannot find a job? How can it be that I have received this diagnosis? How can it be that in my weariness, I can rejoice? How can it be that this savior that was born during this time that has come, has not yet saved me from the mess that I am in? How can it be? We are faced with some situations and some realities before us that will cause us to be as Mary. In verse 29, it says that Mary was deeply troubled. And this was after Gabriel said, greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. That wasn't a pink slip. That wasn't a diagnosis, a terminal diagnosis. That wasn't um, recognizing that I don't have enough money or enough food or I don't have a home to live in. That was after saying, greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. And Mary was deeply troubled. So you know how it is when it feels as though we are being flattered or when someone is about to ask something of us, that feeling, you know, sometimes it can it can be the feel of what does this person want or what do or what is it that they are about to tell me? I don't know, I don't know about you, but I have been deeply troubled by the way some have greeted me too, even if it sounds as though it's quote unquote good news. Yeah. As I so often try to point out, God is so gracious that he allows a space for us to process all that is happening to us and around us. 
he allowed us and he allowed Mary to sit with this question, how can this be? Now we know that Mary is hailed as a, a great woman. She's highly favored indeed to have birthed the savior of the world. But at that time, Mary was faced with a word. She was faced with a situation, a reality that was set before her and it deeply troubled her. Now we can say, oh, Mary, you know, the mother of Jesus. But then she will tell you this wasn't easy. My reputation was tarnished and my fiance wondered if he wanted to go through with marrying me. It took a visitation of an angel to assure him, <laughs> to confirm the story of which I have told him about my conception. I gave birth in a stable. Then we had to flee and we had to hide because King Herod wanted to kill my baby, my baby Jesus. And when he grew up, we lost him for three days, found him in the temple. But for three days, I did not know where my son was. And then I had to watch his grueling crucifixion on the cross for the sins of the world. How can this be? We are asking this question constantly. How can this be? However, at the time of this passage, Mary is told about bringing forth a son out of nothingness since she had not engaged in a sexual relationship to conceive. Gabriel said that the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you in verse 35. He then invited Mary to think about her cousin Elizabeth, whose pregnant pregnancy with John the Baptist was indeed a miracle. He invited her to think about all of the miracles of God, reminding her that with God, nothing is impossible. And so many are pondering the question that Mary did in her heart also, how can this be? And I can make no promises other than what the word of God says. That even during this Christmas season, even though you might be left sitting with the question, how can this be? I invite you to consider the scriptures. That Jesus has come. That his spirit is in us that he is Emmanuel, so he is with us. Remember the miracles that you have seen him perform. Maybe in your family, maybe in someone else's family, maybe in your church family. Remember those miracles. Remember his word. Remember the miracles of those um, who lived in the times of the Bible. Remember those miracles. And remember with God that nothing is impossible. Even when you're wondering, how could this be? 
since I have not gotten the job, since I have not received good news from the doctor, since I have not been able to see my loved ones who have been inflicted with COVID, how can this be? How can it be that I can feel the jolly of Christmas? How can this be when so many things have not happened that I need to happen? How could this be? Just remind you that God gives space for you to process the question, to sit with the question, to ask the question, how could this It's okay to sit with the feeling that this does not feel like Christmas. It's okay to sit with the question, where are you, God? It's okay to sit with the the question, why am I in this situation? It's okay to sit with the question, why is this happening in the world today? It's okay to ask the question, how could this be? Okay. With God, nothing is impossible. Absolutely nothing is impossible. Spirit of God can come upon you. He can overshadow you. He can bring forth answers to questions and resources to needs. Comfort to hurting and grieving hearts. But as we find ourselves waiting a few days um, before it is Christmas, and as we have found ourselves waiting um, in some cases for extended period of times for whatever our realities may be that has caused us to ask the question, how can this be? I invite you to remember the miraculous birth of Jesus, the fact that he was born of a virgin, born, birth, brought forth, from a situation that God and the Holy Spirit himself intervened in. So your how could this be might be answered in such a way that it will let you know that you haven't been able to do anything to conceive solutions but it very well may be that God himself 
wants to perform a miracle in your life. Maybe God wants to birth a miracle through you. Maybe God wants to wow you and say to you, you are highly favored. Greetings. The Lord is with you. But in the meantime, while you're waiting on Christmas, while you're waiting on the job, while you're waiting on the healing, while you're waiting on loved ones to see if they will be released from the hospital, while you're waiting on the opportunity to be able to visit with others, whatever it is that you're waiting on. I invite you to just consider two things. Number one, that the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. Jesus has been born. Emmanuel is here. He is with you. And I invite you to sit with the question. In the meantime, how could this be? Thank you so much for listening. And as always, until next time, let anyone who has ears to hear, listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. After you have heard my call, what will be your response? And the church said,